What's good, everybody? This your boy, the Ravishing Rudy, doing his segment on the motherhood because all moms need help. And I'm here to give moms a template and just a podcast to listen to for moms. So I'm here today with one of my good friends from New York. I make fun of her all the time because I say she has a, a queen's attitude, but she's from the Bronx, though. So state your name, ma'am. Hey, it's Magali Wilson. <laughs> now, Magali, you know, we've been friends for probably about, what, about 12, 13 years now, give or take. No more. Is it? How long How, yeah. long, how long? have you been here now in, in Carolina? I was 15, and I'm 29, so 14 Yeah, that, yeah, that's about right. Yeah, 14, yeah. Now, uh, how long have you been in the uh, the motherhood game? Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. So we looking at eleven years. Eleven years. Ten years. No ten. So how uh, how's that been for you? You know, in your ten years, well, eleven years of being a mom. Um, it's interesting. Um, so I have a eleven year old stepson. Mm-hmm. And so he was one. He was the one that made me mom first, mm-hmm. and that was definitely interesting because I didn't have a stage of he's a baby. I kind of know what I'm doing. I just immediately got a toddler and was like, you know, make it work. <laughs> um, <laughs> I waited a few years, then I had my daughter. She is six now, and then I didn't listen to my doctor. Definitely wait, strap up. <laughs> I have a five-year-old son uh-huh. right behind her. Mm-hmm. Did the right thing for three years. Then I have a baby currently. Wow. But every day is definitely a different day. And every day you would think to yourself, like, hey, where's the hidden cameras? Because there is no way that this is life. <laughs> okay okay well i'm gonna touch on some of the stuff you just said so firstly you when you've gotten into your uh, relationship with your now husband you, he had a child from a previous relationship so how was it um jumping into a relationship being um a stepmom it was rough mm. um it was rough but I, I would say that my child made it easy mm-hmm. he embraced me as his mom he embraced me as you know, a person that he looked up to listened to me, um, definitely was well behaved and, and, you know, that made it all easier. And then of course the support of my husband knowing, Hey, you're going into this being a stepmom, So allowing me to be able to bond with him and, you know, have that relationship with him early on helped. Okay. And counting your stepson, it's, uh, three more kids to the fold right yeah yeah three births yeah three births um so in all you know you have a a foursome of kids so how is it having a a tribe you know that many Uh, i think you're the first mom i have had that has over two kids so how is it you know with you know a, a camp of four kids definitely they cover for each other Mm -hmm. um they they band together and they do bad things together, but they also they they also like lie for each other like immaculately. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like it, if you 
have like one of those things that you see on TV where like one of the kids tries to open the refrigerator and they can't do it and the other kid gets under yeah. and the one kid crawls over the other. Mm-hmm. Like when you have so many siblings, you're going to be able to conquer anything. If they have the idea to do something, good or bad, it's going down. <laughs> It's going down. It don't matter what time of night it is. It don't matter what it, how early it is. It doesn't matter what it is. They'll find a tool or whatever, and, and they'll get into just about anything you can imagine. <laughs> okay, well, with your uh, your mini tribe, I ask no. I normally ask most moms this question, but what has been the most rewarding thing so far? You know that you have encountered definitely seeing them grow and seeing you know the values that you instill in them um you know through the years like I I, I like to pride that my kids are very respectful mm-hmm. and I love when I hear you know other people like you know they're so well behaved or they were respect you know they're really respectful even though I don't think they're well behaved but just to them it's like yeah they're really well behaved they're amazing kids and I'm just like hmm you don't see them at the house yeah but I think it's just seeing a child grow up like you know you have a small baby and you're teaching that child everything so I think it's just the the reward of being able to know that you've taught them something they've retained it and they're gonna be that much more ahead in life or or prepared for life because they know certain things okay now the inverse of that so what was you not prepared for i know you know you touched on the the new stepmom you know situation but you're never gonna sleep again (laughs) you're not there's no sleep i've been up since 3 a.m just for today like there's a team no sleep that's just like if you see memes on facebook you'll see where it's like what was the worst the pregnancy Mm -hmm. the childbirth or like the no sleep if if the pregnancy it stops like you have the nine months, you go through the torture, and it's torture. And then, you know, after that, it's it's almost like you forget about it, you know, because it it was it was short term. Yeah. Same thing with child labor. I mean, you went through it was traumatic, and then after that, it's done, and you bounce back. Mm-hmm. But no sleep. That's forever. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, that's forever. I mean, already in adulting, you really get lack of sleep. So I know. Right adding <laughs> adding right. four kids Think, I mean yeah. imagine just picture for a second because this was our household about a week ago mm-hmm. picture six people mm-hmm. having a stomach virus <laughs> with two bathrooms <laughs> and children arguing on which bathroom they're gonna choose because they both need to throw up at the same time but it ends up in the hallway the bed the floor everywhere six and the mass chaos that happens in just minutes. Yeah, see, I, I can't, <laughs> I can't fathom to even think <laughs> to deal with all six, all six people in the house sick. Then you got four fighting kids. Like that's not at the same time. Yeah, no. <laughs> and then I mean, even just if you think about it even further, like so. I have an issue now where I have one that's sick so it's like okay you have one child that's sick but oh the other children can also get sick oh I can't send him to school or her to school because they probably are going to be sick 
Or, you know, am I going to be the bad parent if I do? And then they get the whole class sick. So you try to be, you know, the good parent and keep them home. But you're, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't because then they miss out on the curriculum. It, I mean, like, it's always a fighting battle when you have multiples and everything. Sports. Like, I had two in soccer, one, uh, two in soccer, one in basketball. Mm-hmm. And the games are every Saturday. They're different times. So all Saturday you're gone. And then during the week you got practices. And of course, of course, each one has a different time <laughs> and a different day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're constantly always running no matter what. Mm. Now, you are the, again, there's another benchmark, but you are the first mom I have had that has had, um, kids in activities like sports so you know you know you just touched upon that but how like how is that like on a, a daily task like how to- toxic is that on you oh i mean dinner's done like there you, we, you gotta eat out mm-hmm. there's no way you got to <laughs> work at five mm-hmm. you got practice at six practice is an hour so it's seven o'clock you still gotta get you know at least the minimum things that you know a parent needs to do get them to take a bath brush their teeth get their clothes set out for the, for the next day make sure that you've signed and done everything in their book and their um homework and have them read a book or cleaned up or you know anything mm-hmm. by the time you get home and if you're going to a location that's not near your house mm-hmm. like let's say you got to drive 15 minutes down the road because there were times we had to go to the ymca in eden and there's times that we did stuff not even inside the YMCA and we had to go further. Like your your day is done. You get home eight o'clock at night, the kids are exhausted, they're sleeping, and you still gotta make sure they're not the speaking kid in class, so they still gotta take a bath. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you have and in our sense, I'm glad we have two bathrooms. So I could put, you know, two in one, two in the other, and we could kinda get it done. But imagine a parent that only has the one bathroom. Like that would be just insane. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that would be cutting into any free time that you would have or lack yeah. lack thereof. Yeah, so I mean, financially, it, it's it's a burden because you're you're paying for like, for example, my daughter did ballet, um, like dancing, and she had to have the leotards and the little shoes, and of course, that's a financial amount that you have to pay out. Then soccer, they have to pay for the soccer cleats. They grow out of them because they're so young. I mean, they grow out of them every few months. Yeah. So every every season, you have to buy a new one. Obviously, they're growing, so you got to buy new clothes. And my kids grow like beanstalks because my husband's six five, so they're they're freakishly tall compared to their age. <laughs> so I'm already buying up clothes and shoes. My eleven year old's a size eleven in men's shoes, and literally just happened this year he just went like in a blink of an eye from a size 9 to an 11 so everything I purchased gone <laughs> it doesn't fit yeah I, I can experience that pain well I mean I know having to go through my mom you know having to buy stuff in fast rapid so I, I can uh, yeah. <laughs> I can experience that you have to budget it out you have to leave like separate money to yeah. the side like okay I'm gonna buy you something now cause I know you're gonna need it down the road and I'm gonna buy it big Mm-hmm. Now, I know you touched on you and your husband's uh, with his child. You know, he's eleven, and you have two girls and a boy. Mm-hmm. So you know, so you have a, a even split of two and two. Um, mm-hmm. 
Now, me knowing you personally, I know you from being tomboy to evolving into a mom. So, which one, I guess, for you has been more of the the easy work? My daughter. Oh, the easy? Yeah, like... I thought you were going to say the bad one. Easy? (laughs) Well, no, I was going to touch on, like, which one has been more of... which one has been more of, I guess, like a, a easy transition you to deal with being a girl mom or being oh, a boy oh, mom? Oh, definitely boys. boys. Boys are easier in the terms of parenting mm-hmm. because you're gonna you get what you get. They're just aggressive and they are all over the place and they just constantly are on go. Like they they have a lot of energy. Like they want to play like sports or do something like that. So for for you and the girl moms, or you know my moms that have just girls, <laughs> what you want to touch on? Oh, it's a struggle. I feel bad for you. I'm praying for you, honey, every day because <laughs> girls are so sassy. Mm-hmm. Like, um, to give you an example, my daughter went to school, right? My, I, so I allow my children to make a lot of their their own choices independently. Of course, not crazy choices, but for example, like what they wear. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm not going to let them go outside looking like a hot mess, but. For the most part, I do allow them to choose what they want to wear. So my daughter, she's six. She chooses what she wants to wear. And me and her style clash. Like, I think she looks like a hot mess sometimes. And what she tells me is, I don't know fashion. Oh, Lord. And then she puts she puts her glasses on and her little purse. And she struts. And she's like, Mom, I'm going to show you. And then she tells me all her friends in school love it. And that she, she, she knows more than I do. <laughs> Dang. Well, I mean, if all her little friends love it, I mean, hey. <laughs> that is typical yeah. what I hear for a girl. Yeah. And then just the, like I said, the sassiness and the mouth. Mine has my mouth. So that's another thing. That's a whole nother territory. She has my mouth. Mm-hmm. So, I, you, you know, when you're having kids, think of everything that you do because it's going to be du- duplicated <laughs> 10 months over word word alright I know you a busy woman so I'm going to go ahead and wrap up some of these uh, questions and interview but uh, before I let you go uh, I got a few more things but what or who has been like I guess like an influence of your parenting my mom mm-hmm. well, I guess a mixture I, I, I look up to the the women, um, the older women in my family, and I, and I do blend it between me and my husband. So I look up to my mother-in-law, my mom, mm-hmm. my grandmother, uh, my great-grandmothers, and just like get their advice. Now I don't always listen to their advice because it's definitely different times, but yeah. I do listen to them, see what they've gone through, and I, I guess just the reassurance that this is not anything that's kind of new. Like mm-hmm. this is. This is something that's ongoing, and almost every woman goes through it with their children. Word, word. All right, so I'm going to end this interview like this. Okay, so this is normally a a two-question thing. I normally ask all my moms and dads when I do the, the father and motherhood thing. So, firstly, what is one thing or one advice you think you can pass on to a mom listening to this that's going through either like a a marriage to a man with kids or just starting to have kids cherish the moments I, I mean so here's the thing and I've heard this from a lot of people your babies are babies for a very small time and really it's about four years and that's and the reason is if it's, it's that because after that they're in school full time and so if you, if you think about it you're gone from 
from seeing them and then you don't see their growth because they're now sharing it with other adults and learning outside of your household. So the child that you 100% knew is going to be changing to their environment when they go to school. So you have four good years to be able to enjoy the little moments for the kids and then for just having someone that um, has children that, you know, significant other that you're sharing. My biggest advice is that the child is going through a lot with that as well. And that you have to keep in mind that, you know, whatever you're going through for them is completely different because they're actually growing up and, and dealing with other things from having two moms and, and, you know, just understanding that and they're not always going to be perfect and say what they need to say or react the way that you want them to react or even have the traits that you want them to have, but it's just love. You know, just love them unconditionally and be patient more than anything and allow them to grow and, and, and you know, in their own time. Okay, that was beautiful. Now, the last question I'll ask you is, what's one advice that you would like to be bestowed upon? You know, and I, I do, I can see from afar, you know, you seem like you got the mother thing down packed, but is there something that, you know, you would want to be told to you? Like, is there anything that you would want some advice on? I don't know how they, I, my biggest thing is schedule mm-hmm. like how do y'all like it, I, like I see the other moms like the, t- the typical like soccer mom and at no point do I ever think that I'm that mm-hmm. but I know other people look at me th- thinking that because you know I do bake at home and I you know I do take them to extracurricular activities and you know if you follow like my social media like I'm constantly somewhere like I hear it all the time they're like well you went where like you're here you're there and what I, I mean, what I basically just try to do is just keep it repetitive and do a schedule. Like, okay, I haven't done anything my kids in a month and a half. Like, I have to do something, just being cautious of it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know how the other moms do it on a whim. Like, I, I just, I don't know. How do they pack up, get all their kids together and, like, pack sandwiches? I just, I don't know. That's that's difficult for me. Basically, you will, you will want to learn how to... Uh... Uh, they t- manage their yeah, time, yeah, they manage time all the kids that want to where they're you know it becomes kind of flawless yeah because when I, we try to go somewhere it's it's constant like no you can't wear those shorts no it's cold outside it's raining no you gotta change no you gotta do this where's your jacket why are your shoes on the different on a different foot like you know it's just before you even left it's so it's like you don't even want to go at that point like you're at that point you're, you're just pushing yourself to go but it's so chaotic trying to get out of the house with the kids it's, I don't know I, I need to know how they do it <laughs> well I got you and then well thank you Magali and thank y'all for listening this is your boy the Ravishing Rudy until then peace <laughs>